You're listening to the ESPN Radio 94.1 podcast page, accelerated by Sports Innovation X. Six is bridging the gap between tech, athletes, and teams. Check them out at sportsinnovationx.com. Hampton Roads has a long-running high school and college sports tradition. It's time to give them the spotlight they deserve. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Here are Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young. Hour one in the books. It was a busy one with former NBA and ABA great Ray Scott and our friend Coach Charles Hatcher, Ocean Lakes lacrosse coach Mark Keller, and so much more. If you missed it, it'll be up on our podcast page on Priority Auto Sports Radio 941.com and ESPN Radio 941.com. Now, hour two here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk, powered by Larry King Law. Matt Hatfield here with you, the coach Ed Young by remote as well. We're pleased to be joined by one of the very best in the business. He was honored and recognized, I believe, with some of these outstanding awards when it comes to writing. He is with the Virginian Pilot757teams.com in the Daily Press. You can read the work up there at pilotonline.com, 757teams.com. And go pick up a paper here in Hampton Roads, our good friend Larry Rabama. Larry, how you doing this weekend? I'm doing good, guys. How you guys doing? We're doing well. Ed's a little uh, cranky about what's happening with high school sports, and you got a great story out there. Uh, VHSL's name, image, and likeness ruling could help athletes who need it, but will it also lead to chaos, you asked that question. So as you first heard about this, Larry, I want to start there. And I'm sure Ed has a number of things he wants to go over with you about this. When you first heard about it, did you think it was serious? Did you think it was a little crazy? And what have you – how has your opinion and perspective perhaps changed or differed from when you first heard about it to now at all or maybe not so much? When I, when I first heard about it, man, I, I thought, no, this can't be real. And, and, and it came so quickly. You know, I know there was talk about it before. And then when it came, I was like, this is really going to happen. Then I started thinking um, – as I said in the paper uh, about Cam Chance, I think about some of those people like that. I think about another person who came to my mind right off the bat, uh, you know, with Coach Sawyer at Lake Taylor, how I know he goes and spends a lot of his own money to help kids who have no food, who don't, the only meal they might receive is when they come to, to uh, practice. Yes. And I think about how these people could, you know, benefit. But then as soon as I thought about that, I thought about the people, as we know, the, the street agents and the crazy parents that are out there. I mean, crazy. Parents have gotten so crazy. It's unbelievable. And just in the last 10 years, I just see how bold they are. And I can see them scheming and doing different things to not only take advantage of the child, but of the whole situation. Um, and I, I just see, I just hope, <laughs> I hope it doesn't blow up and, and become something that, um, you know, I say you can't put the toothpaste back in the, to- in, in, in the, in the tube. I, I just, you know, we see what's happening on the, on the, uh, you know, on the college level, and I just, I don't, I don't feel good about it, man. I see five years from now, ten years down the road, they're gonna be like, man, why do we do that? That's my thought. That's, I mean. I really, I really want to hear what Coach wants to say. Well, I'll let him jump in in just a second, but I want one more before I let it come in here. And Ed, I'm sure we'll spend a lot of time on this with you, Larry. Now, you also are a parent. You have kids, and you, matter of fact, you're yeah. one of your sons. I know Jordan played football on that region championship yeah. team at Bayside back in 2010. Does your view right. as a parent have any different outlook or look at it as opposed to your view as a writer? You know, I, um, I, a little bit of both. Cause, you know, I was also an athlete as well, so Correct. I know how I could have benefited. You know, I'm not saying a whole lot of money, but little things here and there. You know, take that money and put it into an account. Um, doing different things, uh, you know, off your name, image, and likeness. Um, you know, with my son, same thing. You, you, you hope that they use it for the right reason. Um, in some of these kids' cases, it'll probably be trying to, you know, in some kids' cases, help pay for the bills in the house. I mean, you, 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 know, you know how many kids we know that are really struggling 
just to be able to get to school and to stay in school. I mean, with food, clothes, I mean, the basic necessities that a lot of people don't realize and have the roads that goes on. I mean, there are so many kids out there who are struggling, and I see this as, as you know, hopefully be able to, to help them. But I just, again, I, as much as I think I hope it helps, I just see the ne- negative side of, of how parents are. I, I, I know the emails I get from certain parents about things that they want and request from me as a writer wanting to help their child, and I see how crazy they sound and, and, and the things that they say. And I just see this thing going to be like that. Yeah, I, I think we all. Yeah, I think you know, we all write down that list, Larry, of pros and cons, and we see some <laughs> pros, but that list of cons could be way longer than the list of pros, right? Much longer. And you know, I sat there, and you know, Coach McCain, and, and um, you know, some of the coaches I interviewed for that story. This is the thing: they they trust some of these athletes, and as he even said, you have some kids who are honorable students who are very smart, and know it, but when you have a parent who will influence the kid. The kid knows it's not right to do something, but that parent, they're still, they're still, they're still a child. And so they have to listen to what the parent says, and who knows what some of these parents will have their kids doing. I mean, as, as the word I use, uh, pimping them. They're going to be pimping them. No, and it's that's so what true. I'm of. I'm, that's what I'm afraid of, is these kids being pimped by their parents and by these so-called street agents that we have out there, and we know, we know a lot of them as well. We're talking with the sports columnist and reporter for the Virginia Pilot and Daily Press, 757teams.com as well. Larry Rabama, you can follow him on Twitter at LHRabama. It's 757 Saturday Sports Talk here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Larry, not just a parent and a writer, but a very modest guy as well because he was a track athlete at Ohio University as I bring back in Coach Ed Young. Go ahead, Ed. Let it roll. First of all, good morning to Larry. It's always a pleasure to talk. Unfortunately, I, I'm gonna. I'm trying very hard right now to be relaxed, Larry. I blew up three weeks ago when yeah. Matt told me information about it, and I went on a rant that uh, it's it's reached the Midwest already. I've had a friend of mine call me from the Midwest. <laughs> Somebody must have sent him a copy of it. Um, I saw the press conference. I am more confused than ever. Now tell me yeah. if I'm wrong. According to Dr. Hahn, no athlete in Virginia is allowed to benefit from name, image, and likeness as a member of a sport team district school in the state of Virginia. Now, did did we not, and Matt, help me, did we not kind yeah. of hear him say that? I think so. Now, I think so. Okay. So how are we making this legal? He says, well, if somebody on the outside, i.e. parents, and I am not going to get into parents, because I need them also, um, i.e. street coaches. And I'm going to let Larry, – Larry did most of the talking today, so I'm going to be calm about it. And he, he made the names. He just called them better than what I would call them. Those are the <laughs> ones that we're going to give the keys to run this. Did I exactly. not hear on the press conference, no high school coach should be talking to their players about how to handle NIL, tell them to speak to an attorney. Yeah. I laughed so hard on that, I threw up. They're not going to yeah. do it. And I'm going to tell you right now, no. and I'll say it out loud, because I've been known to do things. A co- kid comes to me and wants to know about NIL and parent, I'm going to speak all I know about it, because I'm doing research on it right now. I'm, it's my job to educate the, edu- the people that aren't educated, and that's usually the parents and the players when it comes to these kind of things, and especially recruiting. It's not my job just to show a kid how to shoot a lamp and play defense. We go beyond that as coaches or should. This and here's my and I would say this to Dr. Hahn if I had his ear right now. You're allowing this to happen because the reason is, hey guys, it's not coming down the pike. You've already seen the courts have already said 
we can't afford right. it. So we're going to be proactive. Proactive for what? Take me to right. court. Right. Let somebody take you to court and see if they're going to win it. Get in front of a judge and tell a judge, we're going to allow high school coaches to get paid to sign an autograph so they can make money. And that same judge is the one that cut grass forever so he can go to law school and, and so speak. I'm not afraid of right. it. Take me to court. Now, the other thing right. is you got, you got the high-end athlete is going, who's going to probably be wanted by a business. Who set that deal up, by the way? For right. businesses, right. yeah, come on in here and sign some autographs and tell kids when you get able to learn how to drive and you're old enough to drive, come buy our cars. Who's setting that up? Is it going to be the track performer, the tennis performer? Come on, guys. We know exactly who it's going to be. Football, basketball players, period. Yep. Yep. Period. And you put, yep. Dr. Hunt, you're putting something out here that you can't even control the doggone rules that you have on the pages right now, transferring, so to speak, profitizing right. and all that. You can't even fix those rules. Number seven, you're, didn't the NCA commissioner, President Weber, say, hey, guys, we got to get a handle on this NIL and transfer portal because right now it's out of hand. So how's the VHSL and the other 25 states going to get a hand on it? Come on, people, wake the heck up. And when you involve money with anything in the United States, the world, you're going to have criminal activity. That's why we have jails. So now you're going to add stuff to it. And I dare, I let anybody come on and, and tell me. I even argued with Matt last week, Larry. I had a punch in the face. <laughs> he kept saying, you got to get out of your old school way and, and your old way. You know, these is coming down the pike, and you got to deal with it. And I said, no, you don't. No, I don't. I'm going to pay no doggone kid. You know what's going to do for coaches' teams? When kids find out, hey, you got an NIL deal. Yeah, I'm making $500 a week. What you got? I can't even cut grass. Exactly. Because they're not going to take exactly. anybody. You don't think that's going to cause an issue? Well, here's another quick question real quick, Ed, not to cut you off. But, uh, Larry, <laughs> I had this question with a, a parent who's also an assistant football coach in the area yesterday. Uh, that mm-hmm. could, be, I think, pose more of an issue. And Ed knows this from a coach. Not just the players arguing how much did you get. Some of these parents, there's always a lot of envy and jealousy that their oh, son or daughter is making this amount of money. There's is it. And I, and I jump in with that thought. Second thing, too, I want to throw your way. There's this feeling that the transfer element to this is not intertwined. I know Dr. Hahn sort of hinted at that in a roundabout way when it was posed to him on that 32-minute Zoom or thereabouts that we watched. And I don't know that – I think it's a little bit naive because I feel like if data is supplied to us, if if we're able to request it and get that data that shows a major influx of transfers that comes of this in the next year or two, don't they have to revisit this policy in a big way? Without a doubt. And that's my thing. We know – Coach, Matt, we know how transfers go now. We put on our sheet now, when we do our questionnaires, five years ago we never said where the kid played last year. Because I know of one kid in particular who played at full high school in four years. So we know the kids are transferring. And, 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 and in a way, if I have a kid, you know, if my kid was a good football player and I know the school he was at wasn't good, maybe I would. I, no, maybe I, I would. I would try to live in another district and try to get that kid to go to that school or get sure. to that academy. Makes so, sense. So when a team is successful and we know uh, a team is successful and we know these kids are getting NIL deals, what's the parents going to do? They're going to do whatever they can to get that kid to get their NIL deal because they're going to feel like my kid deserves that as well. So we know we're going to hear that transfer. It's going to, you know, I mean, and I just, that's, we already see the, the situation with transfers now. Uh, I mean, I see, you know, I've seen some, Matt, you see them. I, I see all the ones going on in high school football right now before the season has even started. And so we know, okay, so then, you, then you're going to put money towards that now too? Who's to say, I'm not saying, but who's to say a coach won't say, hey, look, we got five kids in our roster who got NIL deals. You should come here. 
Well, yeah, you're right. And I'll let, I don't want to misspeak for Ed because, Ed, you can jump in here if I'm wrong. But I believe Ed said a couple years ago on this show, and I looked at him like he had six heads on his head, that, uh, you know what they should just do is make it open open enrollment. And I said, Ed, now you're just going the other way to make people laugh at you. But I actually had a veteran head football coach in the area tell me about a week or two ago that the question that should be posed on this Zoom to, uh, to the people, uh, including Dr. Hahn, was, do you all envision, like we have in the NCAA, a transfer portal where from, say, May 1st to May 30th, a young man wow. or young woman could go to any school? So I throw that question out to you, and Ed can follow up with your answer here, Larry. Do you think that is that far-fetched from possibly coming down the road in the next couple of years? I know it sounds outrageous, but where we're at right no, now, exactly. yeah. No, it doesn't, man. I mean, no, that's, a, and, and that's one of the things I had said way back when. when uh, this is probably 10 years ago when I was here. And I said, you know what, let a kid, let a kid go to whatever school – he wants to go to that first year. They go wherever they go, but when they go there, they got to stay there. Yeah. And they can't transfer. And then if you transfer, you, you miss a year. Then somebody told me, oh, man, that sounds crazy because what if a parent wants No, you, you put it down in print. If you, if you go to this school, you got to stay there. If you leave, you miss a year. It's simple. I mean, it was about, you know, but I, I mean, man, but no, I definitely could see that happening. I could definitely see that happening. And Ed, to follow that up, Larry, with Larry's point, Ed, I mean, I don't know that how the VHSL, you're a coach now, and you know how your administrations have to keep your your AD, your principal, they have to keep track of addresses. This, I think, becomes, is problematic to write more. It becomes more of a challenge to keep up with where things are if you don't just allow that at some point to have a portal, or, or is that so outrageous? Well, you know, again, we can talk about this forever, and I'm trying to be very calm, and Larry's done a great job. With him getting a little high voiced on this, um, the transfer <laughs> portal is coming. Okay, let. Okay, what did Dr. Hahn say? Well, we have to deal with this proactive because it's coming. What if they take us to court? Okay, my kid goes to uh, Nansen River. I don't want him to go to Nansen River. We're living in the zone. I want him to go to Kings Fork. So I'm going to court and I'm going to argue with the, the judge. Why is my kid being made to stay in this school because the district, other kids that aren't athletes are moving around? You're going to find a judge that says, uh, you know what, you're right. You're right. If you feel there's a better education, this is what the parents say, and it's a joke. Well, it's a better education over there. Come on, people. 99% of the reason is because of, of the sport they're playing. So here's That's what right. I say. You can transfer. You just can't play sports over there. I, and Matt, Matt slapped me in the face when I said it. Ed, you can't do that. <laughs> Why not? You're transferring for academic reason, right? Yes. Then go over there. <laughs> But you can't play no sports. Watch how transfer stops. And I'm telling you, within five years, we are going to have the transfer portal in some sense, what Matt is saying, because, Larry, correct me, how did they take care of -of out-of-season practice? Let's go back years ago about that. Right, right, right. What did the VHSL do? Uh, You know what? We practice out-of-season. We can't control it. But we're going to put these certain weeks in when a new when a new sport tech comes in can you please not do nothing for that one week let's call it dead period as they took a dog wow. on phrase from the NCA now what's the yeah. difference between transfer okay people you can transfer but we're going to have these um, you know a month before the September you can't transfer it's too late you should already been enrolled and once you're <laughs> in the school you stay in there till June and then when it's over you... so in other words uh, June July 1st through um, August 30th you can go ahead and transfer you don't think it's coming right. It's coming, man. Wow, yeah. Could you hit it? Yeah, yeah. Larry, Larry, I've been known to talk too much, talk too long, and say a lot of stuff. But usually, what I have to say, ninety-five percent of it has meaning to it. It's just people don't want to listen to it. 
And I look right. and I sit back and I watch what's going on and how it's happening. And I'm tired of the crap that's going on. People say, oh, yeah. you're mad because you don't get transfers. Hey, look, I, that's fine. I just don't go out and try to find people and bring them. My job is to coach what the heck I have. I try to do the best right. I can with it. I'll tell you what I'm real good at, getting kids ready for other people. We just lost another really top athlete that we got ready for two years and some other joker is going to have the two years with him because he can't coach him the young years. So I'm pretty damn good when it comes to that about getting people ready. So I already know what I can do, but I'm not going out and asking parents and kids play for me and now you own me. That doesn't work that right. way. I wish everybody subscribed to that, but we need the bad with the good to make things work. Well, let's try to end on a pleasant note because I'm sure we could talk about this all day, especially Ed here with Larry Bomber from the pilot, 757teams.com and the Daily Press. Larry, I saw a story, actually my uh, producer, Dino, brought it up to me that you got your dream job assignment earlier this month when you got the opportunity to combine your two favorite things, sports and eating. You got to be a judge at the Culinary Institute of Virginia's Take Me Out to the Ball Game cooking competition over at Harbor Park. Uh, Joe Gregory was there, the GM. Tell, me, tell us a more about that if you can. Man, it was it, it was my. I guess that people don't know. I loved. I really like to cook. And of course, I love to eat. You can tell by the way I look. Um, and of course, sports. But and so I did this about five years ago. And um, when they invited me to do it again, I was like, "Yes, I'll do it." And it's it's crazy because you got these guys, uh, the students who come in here, and they have like uh, about three hours to throw something together that you could it could be sold at a baseball game. And so they came up with all these different things. I felt like I was on Iron Chef, you know, all those different shows. I was like, this is great. But the, the worst part about it was the best thing I ate was the first thing I ate. So I couldn't, you know, I, I, and I kept saying, what are you going to do with this food? They said, we're going to throw it away. I was like, what are you talking about? I can take that home. I mean, I just, I pleaded with them. And, but, man, 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 Coach, man, it, it was, I loved it, man. It was, it was great. It was great seeing the enthusiasm um, of the students, the hard work they put in. And then talking to Gregory, man, we, we had a great time just talking about it. He was great. He was very open about it. And it was, it was just a good chance to see kids, uh, not kids, I'm sorry, students putting their love into their work. Because I, I love cooking. And to see them come up with the ideas um, from, from that type of thing, take that to the ballpark, man, man, it was, it was great. I loved it. it I, would, I told him, make sure to think about me again next year, too. I, I definitely want to do it again. That is so cool. That is so cool. Well, check it out a lot on Virginia Pilots' uh, website, pilotonline.com, 757teams.com, and the Daily Press as well. Larry Obama, always a pleasure, my friend. Go have a good time on the links today, and I'm hey, sure Ed and I will catch up with you later this summer. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I, got, I don't know if any people, people knew, but um, my mother passed away uh, two months ago. Our condolences. So Sorry about that, I, yeah. I, I want to invite everybody. I got a column that I wrote uh, for her. It's going to be in tomorrow's paper for, um, uh, for, for Mother's Day. And I just want to let people just check it out. For those who have their parents, their mother still, I want them to appreciate it. And then for those who have lost their mother, Coach, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I think I, I hope that I put it in the right words to share with people to understand just what it means, to appreciate your, 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 your both. Your, you know, if you got both parents, be thankful for them. So just want to let people to, to get a nice little surprise in tomorrow's paper. Oh, awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. And again, we send our thoughts and prayers to you. I know you've lost your mom. Very tough to see Ed did as well. So we'll check that out in the paper. All right. And uh, all the best to you, Larry. We look forward to catching up again soon. Sounds good, guys. You guys take care now. Have a good one. That is Larry Obama, the outstanding sports writer and columnist for the Virginian Pilots, 757 teams, and the Daily Press. We're a little bit overdue for a break. What's new? Uh, we've got Phil Forbes coming your way, the Menchville baseball coach. He's got 500-plus wins, so he and Ed got 1,000, and they're also Yankee fans. So i got to hear about that for the next 10, 15 minutes. It's coming your way on 757 Saturday Sports Talk. It's 94.1. Hampton Roads has a long-running high school and college sports tradition. It's time to give them the spotlight they deserve. 
This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Here are Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young. It is 757 Saturday Sports Talk here on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1 with the Coach Ed Young. I am Matt Hatfield, and we're delighted to be joined by another special guest. He's the longtime head baseball coach over at Minchville High School in Newport News, won themselves a state title back in 2009, and of course just recently achieved the milestone of 500-plus wins. So with he and Ed together, we got more than 1,000 wins and a lot of brain power and a couple of diehard Yankees fans with us. We say good morning and congrats to Coach Phil Forbes. Coach, had to be pretty sweet this week to get 500 wins huh yeah it's a number and it just means that uh i'm getting up there in age it's exactly what ed says you guys all say the same thing with this 500th win thing i, I don't get it what, what, what am i missing ed what am i missing well i'm trying to get younger phil always looks younger i'm trying to get younger hey phil uh rob de niro uh, uh um was it rob de niro it was bob de niro yeah Seventy-nine years old, just had a, another kid. So, uh, Phil, we, we, we're okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that powerful, but yeah, I'm okay. I'm standing. That's the main thing. Hey, hey Phil, can you see me if, whenever I get to seventy-nine and having my first kid? First, <laughs> he's got more than one, doesn't he, Phil? I can't I comment I on that. <laughs> you can't comment on that. Good, no comment. I like that. But let's talk about your program real quickly, then we'll have some more fun. Four to two win over Bethel this week to improve to eighteen and zero. To be undefeated this point in the season, like you were there. I mean, what makes this group unique? Because I know that the celebration is the five hundredth win, and there's a lot of, that comes with that. But certainly, you, this team's got some pretty big goals, I would imagine. Well, I've had these guys since they were in eighth grade, and we've started a different type of practice schedule. We practice JV and varsity together, makes long practices every day. And we all get to know each other. We're all very familiar, very family-oriented. These guys have a bond together. Uh, Three of them started for me as ninth graders on the varsity. And they're just tremendously young men who work together with a bond on and off the field and they do have a good times together and we I have good times with them and when they come to work they're focused and their mindset is to improve every time they come out there we have a saying that every day that there's room and they know that there's room for each individual in the team to improve not looking for perfection with them I just want progress every day and we take one game at a time. Every game's a championship game. Well, this team to get through the Peninsula District, you're just two games left with Warwick, I believe, coming up on the 16th and 18th before the regional tournament commences on the 24th of May to be 20-0 and with nine shutouts. That says a lot about your pitching staff that you have, and I'm sure Ed will say, can we get some of them arms to uh, Yankee Stadium coming up here soon? But tell us about some of these key ingredients that have allowed you to get to 20-0 and and specifically beginning with the pitchers, if you can. Well, we're not 20 and 0, we're 18 and 0. Oh, you're 18 and 0. Okay. We're going with number 19 on Tuesday and that's our only focus. Um I have two very good quality pitchers and I have a lot coming right behind them, about six others that are young and they're they progress every time they get out there. Uh 
I have Zach Davis, who is a junior, and he's a lefty, and he does very well out there. He has great off-speed, picked up the velocity. He's an outstanding center fielder. He's an outstanding um, first baseman, and he's a very, very good leadoff hitter. Um, I have Jay Clements, who is a 6'5", 245-pound senior who is going to pitch at VCU next year and he plays first base and he's a power hitter and his mindset is one thing is get out there and command and demand and own that mound. I have uh, a junior Landon Turner who is my shortstop started there ever since day one as a freshman that's third for me that's left lefty and he's a very good power hitter he's a very good punchy hitter he can lay down a good bunt has great speed leads our team in on base percentage batting average and stolen bases uh we have an uh our top quality freshman on third base does very well for me bats sixth in the 300s has a home run and he has uh, three saves this year and one win pitching. And he's going to be, his name's Luke Woodard. He's going to be great down the road. I have a 10th grade left-handed pitcher, James Blotter. His dad played for me. And by the way, Landon Turner's dad did play for me also. Uh, James Blotter come in and got the save and close against Bethel. And uh, he's a lefty, like I said, and plays center field and first base. I have an outstanding catcher, 6'1", 190 pound, Chance Jones, power hitter, bats clean up for me. Uh, does a very good job. And I have several other good, good players, and we're young. Our JVs are undefeated. They're very young. And I have some eighth graders down there right now that, if they weren't eighth graders could be playing up with us at this moment. So I'm very blessed. We have a, a, a good program. Which certainly is the key to success. We're talking with Minchville head baseball coach, Phil Forbes, his team sitting at 18 and overall 500 wins and counting for this living legend as the Monarchs have their sights set on making a deep run in the upcoming region five B baseball tournament later this month. He's our guest on seven, five, seven Saturday sports talk powered by Larry King law here on priority auto sports radio. 94.1, Ed. Ed, you out there? Did we lose you, Ed? I think we lost. He might have fallen asleep. Yeah, he might have fallen asleep. <laughs> you know, he is getting older, so I'll take over until we can get Ed back. But, uh, Phil, tell us about, uh, you know, the. you mentioned a couple of players that are certainly getting uh, the opportunity to play next level, and you do have some, as you mentioned, younger kids, not just the seniors here. But give me a thought on the baseball picture for your region, because, as I said, you're in 5B, and how the tournament structure is going to work. I think it does start later this month. And we know from the years past when it was AAA, AA, single A, how it would be, you know, that big tournament, you know, War Memorial, so forth. How's it, how's it structured and work for you guys now in 5B? Well, first of all, 5B is pretty loaded. Mm-hmm. If you looked at it right now, uh, Madeline River would be number six. And I can tell you what, they are not number six. They're very good. Um or and Glosser being, you know, number four, uh, they're very good. Granby is very good. So, you know, like I said, it's like numbers are numbers. And you have to have numbers, and they just place people. But every game is going to be tough. Uh, our kids are ready for it. 
Uh, we know we're battle tested. When you play Gloucester two games in a row, and then you turn right around and play Bethel two games in a row, and they're both very good teams, very well coached. Um, we're ready. We're just like I said. To be very honest, if we go one game at a time, we're only thinking about yesterday's dead and gone and today's a new day and we're thinking about work and that's all. We're going to divide it in three seasons, uh, Peninsula District, Regionals, and hopefully we can get into the States and go from there. But uh, these kids have stepped for us and they are very confident and they'll play anybody and if you're better than us, you're going to beat us. And if you're not, we're going to beat you. Absolutely. One more real quick before I let Ed jump back in here. I think we got him back. Uh, did you expect, Coach, you mentioned that you had these kids since they were eighth graders. Has this team met or in some ways exceeded your expectations coming in? And, and how so? Where is this team maybe further along than what you had thought going into the season? Well, I really thought, uh, yeah, I've, most of these young men have been with us since eighth grade. And I thought going into this season that if we could be in the top three we'd have a chance to get into the regionals out of the district and they've overachieved they come mentally ready each day Um, we talk a lot about making good choices on and off the field and i think they're making good choices and if you make good choices in the game of life other things are going to be successful for you because you believe in yourself and these these young men are super focused on the task at hand and I can't ask for anything more. I'm hard on them. They know it. I'll put my arm around them, hug them and tell them I love them in a moment. And they understand that. So cool. Ed, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. We got you back now. Go ahead. Yeah. It was breaking up there and then all of a sudden I just got cut off, but I'm here. No, You you fell asleep. We know what really happened, but go ahead. (laughs) I wish I could, but I got too many things to do. I'm, I'm out here recruiting Phil. I'm on the road because of NIL deals. I got to try to get uh, some kids. I'm hot on a six foot eight kid right now. I think I can get. It. He's not in your zone, so you ain't got to worry about it. But um, um, uh, it's in the beach area, and I'll leave it at that. But anyways, um, Phil, the thing, and I know you don't want to talk about it, but I told you yesterday I'm going to do it because you deserve it. And and this is what people told me. You got your 500. What it tells me when you step back and look at it, you've been very very successful from day one to day right now. And, and I told you this yesterday, you know, you feel you won 500. There's a lot of guys in your profession in baseball who will never coach 500 games. And that's a fact, let alone win 500. You've been successful. I know you've touched on it. I kind of already know, but I'd like to hear it from you. As you've changed through the times, because I think we have to in order to stay this long, what are the, the maybe two, three things you just not change it? If the players can't adapt to that, they can't play for you. Is there something you can throw out there? Well, like I told you, I wish 20 years ago I knew and understood more what I do now. I listen more. I try to take my time and understand, and I try to preach about making good choices, and I take a step back and think about the choices I'm going to make, and I also try to taste the words in my mouth before I let it out, and I try to get our young men to understand the same thing. Taste it in your mouth, and if it doesn't taste good, don't let it out. If we can't make somebody a better person today, 
and let's not say anything and move on. And I just enjoy these kids, Ed. Uh, I enjoy seeing them every day. Uh, they energize me. I feel I'm not there for the game of baseball. I'm there for the game of life with them. And I know they have good families, good parents, but sometimes I need to have, have it said by someone else. My whole staff has been with me a long time. Um, my son, Phil the fourth, has been coaching with me for 22 years, not only in baseball, but when we were doing basketball. Sam Avery, uh, my pitching coach, has been with me for 15 years. Our families are all very close. And I believe our team is one big family. And I think I've grown to be wiser and listen. Well, that's some good stuff because I'm, I'm trying to model myself after you. I, Matt gets a little perturbed because I'll just, I lash out when I need to lash out. And he says, you know, you need to listen more than talk. And I try to do that. But when I got something to say, I got something to say. And when there, you see wrong things going on, now you got to take care of your own house. I understand that. That's why I only can be concerned with my program. But I'm very, uh, I get very, um, whatever word you want to pin there, with people meddling in my program or parents want to try to run my program. That doesn't work with me. And I'm sure uh, you've done it. You're very humble in what you do. And we've had great conversations over the years. And of course, uh, we have a common denominator in, in the uh, late, great Ben Moore. Um, who we, yes. we picked, picked his brain for years on things coming out of there. Um, and, it, and it's just so much that, you know, we, we've got to stay up with the times. And you're right, we've got to stay with these kids and try to get them to be better people, better students, let alone be a better player, which is our main job as a coach from the outside world. But we, you and I both know that is not our main job when it comes down to it. Now, I'm going to diverse real quick, and I know Matt don't want to hear, but the greatest um, baseball program in the history of baseball. Oh, I knew this was covered. Yeah, is really downfield. What what's going on with our Yankees? What do we got to do? We got to fire Aaron Boone. We got to get uh, get these guys stop being injured. Um, I mean, Carlos Rondon. Somebody's got to send out a, a, a warrant for him and find out where he is and what's he going through. But uh, are, are we should we panic yet, or just may just be calm? Uh, we might panic, but they did well last evening. I watched it. Um, my family, my assistant coach my son phil was here and p5 was here and we're all yankee fans we watched it um i really think not only in the pros but everything's getting out of hand everything's about money and you talked about how i've changed there's a lot of changes that have to be made in this even in professional sports because it's it's just everything's just getting out of hand because money does all the talking and you know we're talking about the game of life and we got to put that back at the top of the list. And I, once again, once you get those things in order, your life and your mindset and the mission we have in life in order, we're going to be successful. And I think it carries on not just at our level, but at the next level. And, you know, you, I want to jump back once you said about parents and stuff. Uh, I have a good relationship with my parents. Um, we have parent meetings in the beginning and I lay down the rules and the laws of our team and they understand that and so far our support has been outstanding with our parents and with these young men and i think that's a part of success but getting back to the pros i just think everything's getting out of hand the portal the nil 
the salaries, uh, it's, it's way above and beyond. I can remember <laughs> back in the day when I worked an eight-hour day when I was 15 years old and came home with $4 cash and thought that was a lot of money. Ooh. Well, and, and the other thing I don't like when you go back and talking about the pros, for you to take your family to go see uh, maybe the Orioles play or because we don't have a pro team here, you're spending a week's paycheck, and, and seats aren't cheap. And if you don't want to drive up and drive home, you have to get a hotel. Well, you know, there, there goes yep. first born has to be given up. It's just yep. ridiculous that it gets that way, and it should not be that way. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, just should not be paying that kind of money to go watch a game, and we can't. Even if there was a team here, I'm not sure you could take in a lot of games unless you got some freebies from somebody on the inside. It's just too costly, and it takes a lot of fun out because back in the day, you took your players or you took your own kid to a game, and it was a big thing for them. Now it's like I said, it's a week's worth of pay. Yeah, it's we, you know, just got to try to get these young people and ourselves understand what the values are in life, and it's not. And I know money is important, but uh, our focus and the choices we make are most important. Really well-spoken words from the great Phil Forbes. 500 victories and counting for the Minchville Monarchs. A perfect 18-0 on the season as they get ready to close out the regular season against the Warwick Raiders before the upcoming Region 5B tournament. Thank you so much. I'm sure we'll get you back on the program again soon. All the best. And I'll leave you on this note, Coach. Uh, we had John Krikorian on of Christopher Newport, which won a national championship in Division Three basketball. He went through on his promise to get an earring if his team won a national championship. I'm not going to ask you to get an earring or a tattoo, but my producer Dino and I agreed that if you win the state championship again this year, we'll make sure Ed gets an earring or tattoo in your honor. How about that? I'll be there with bells, bells on and do a dance for him watching it. There you go. I like that. Take care, <laughs> Coach. Thank you. Thanks, Have a blessed day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get a tattoo of your name right on on on, uh, on my shoulder. Okay, but it's gotta say P3. P3. Yeah, P3. Yeah, P3. Because this is gonna be hard to explain that to a whole lot of people. So uh, I have to be careful on that one. But Bill, hey, thank you guys. Thanks, Coach. Have a great weekend. That is the one and only Minchville baseball coach Phil Forbes, our guest here on 757 Saturday Sports Talk. Such a terrific guy, Ed. And before we take a break, I think the thing he said that you can keep in your – taste the words in your mouth. So you make sure you taste them before you let them out, all right? Well, sometimes I speak so fast, so quick with my thoughts, I don't get a chance to really taste it. But um, that was a good comment. Yes. I learned a lot. I learned that today. Say the words first and let them out. Now, does that mean I'm going to change? Heck no, because I ain't say nothing yet that's bad or hurtful to anybody but when i speak truth and other people don't like it they got to deal with it i can't wait for Minchville to win a state baseball championship dino to see ed get a tattoo or earring that's just gonna be great yeah i want to i want to see uh, that we'll be at that game rooting up for that last time nothing against the team they're playing because that could be a wonderful team and nice kids but we're gonna be pulling for Minchville they're in the state championship ninth inning see if ed gets a tattoo or earring we'll come back with our last segment on this 13th day of may on 757 saturday sports talk it is ed young's favorite radio station what is it and get it right Oh, come on, man. I always get this right. We are talking about Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1, still the best there ever was, is, and will be. Hampton Roads has a long-running high school and college sports tradition. It's time to give them the spotlight they deserve. This is 757 Saturday Sports Talk on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1. Here are Matt Hatfield and Coach Ed Young. 
All right, last segment of this edition of the program. We thank all of our guests from Ocean Lakes Lacrosse coach Mark Keller to Minchville baseball coach Phil Forbes. Can't forget about Charles Hatcher, Norview High School fame, sports inside and out, legends of sports. Ray Scott, former NBA and ABA great and coach of the year with the Pistons. And, of course, our pal Larry Obama from the Virginia Pilots, 757teams.com and the Daily Press. If you missed any of the show, it'll be up on our podcast page, which you can find at PriorityAutosportsRadio941.com, ESPNRadio941.com, and we'll tweet it out for you on our Twitter page at 757SportsTalk. Got a few more minutes left here, and Ed wants us to go over the Derby results, Dino, since he missed it earlier. But listen, he didn't win it. Uh, it was the winner, Mage. I had two fills as the runner-up pick. Angel of Empire finished third, and Edward... As far as your picks go, uh, they were not too hot. Uh, you ended up having winning the horse tap it twice. You have to tap it twice, a third time, a fourth time. Maybe you can tap it twice again next week for the. Uh, is it the Preakness next week? I think it's the Preakness. Then it's the Belmont. Is that right? The Preakness is the yeah. second race. Belmont is the last. And by the way, Ed, we have been approved. We'll be there next week, live and in living color. If they want to come out and see you and throw eggs at you, or get your autograph, or shake your hands, or take a picture, or tell the, tell tell you what they think of you. Uh, whatever they feel like doing, they can come see you, I, and everybody else uh, at the Hoop Group Southern Jam Fest at the Bootplex. We'll be out there from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. There's wall-to-wall AAU basketball action from Friday to Sunday. It's really the best tournament put on by our good friend Rob Kennedy, the president of the Hoop Group. We always love getting Steve Keller on uh, on the show. We've had on a number of guests over the years, from Bruce Hornsby to Jay Billis to Tim Legler and some pros and players. Shaq's son, in fact, Sharif O'Neal. We've had just so many players and athletes and coaches out there from that event, so always a fun time over there at the Booplex for that event. You know what? It'd be my first NIL deal. <laughs> I thought you were working on that today. Aren't you going to have two or three in the bag by next Saturday? Uh, no, that's just recruiting today. I said oh. for me to sign autographs and make personal appearance next week, oh. I'm getting paid by somebody. Oh, somebody's going to pay you. Okay. Well, I'm not, I wouldn't count on it being someone from this end of the, of the building, but maybe somebody there will get you some money. You never know. I mean, listen, you got some cards you can you can get out there and pass out. you got all kinds of items. And if you don't do it with Nan's whatever apparel or logos or emblems, I think you're legal, if that's how we understand yeah. it. So there you uh, go. Like I said, I know all the... I'm getting learn all the loopholes, and I know exactly how to do it now. Can you do it with Yankee logos and albums? And uh, I think you can, no, right? I can't, I can't represent Major League Baseball because oh, will they sue you? Their trademark. Oh, okay. So you can't do that. Well, you have to come up with something that's not trademarked. I already have it. My oh. Young Stars Foundation. Oh, Young Stars. There you go. He's going to hand out Young Stars, Young Stars paraphernalia and items. So. Uh, Ed, uh, interesting matchup we got coming up for Game 7 tomorrow. Celtics Sixers. I'll let you guys pick uh, who you got in that game. Boston or Philly? Celtics. Celtics. Easy or close? Close, based on what, how the series has been going. Philly's too good to get blown away. Okay. Um, I, I'd say, I'm going to say Boston around 7, 6, 7, 8 mark. Well, the line is six and a half. So, would you take the points or would you lay the points? Who, who would you say they're on the spread? I would say take the points. All right. He says take the points, deal. You concur? Ah, take the points. Who's favored? The Celtics, Boston, right? Boston, yeah. And they have lost two home games. They are 10 and 10, their last 20 home playoff games, including seven and nine the past two years. They've lost nine. Wow. That. They've lost nine home playoff games the last two years. They've played in an NBA final and they went away from being in the conference finals again for the third or fourth year 
in the last four years. Well, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Philly. I'm gonna take the points Ooh. and have them win Ooh, the series. Look at that, Dino on on a. Uh, I'm, gonna, there. I'm gonna be bold there. I don't know James if I'm gonna Harden, be right, but I'm James, gonna be bold. Is James Harden gonna come through? I think Boston will win this in a blowout. I, I'm I actually wouldn't mind seeing Philly win this game. I think it'd be neat to see uh, Doc Rivers get a chance to uh, save his job number one, but B get this team to a final. And Miami's sitting there waiting for him. And I think in hockey, you got what is it? You got a game number six coming up: Dallas at Seattle, the Kraken trailing three to two against the Stars. You have Vegas leading Edmonton three to two, and that's with two of the best goal scorers out there for Edmonton. Very surprising in that one. And Florida's just sitting around waiting and chilling. Uh, right now, Dino, put, put you on the spot. Pick one team to win the NHL Stanley Cup. One team. I'll give you, as I pull this up here, the updated odds uh, to win the Stanley Cup. Who is the one team, if you had to take them right here and now on May the 13th, to win the cup, here are your odds. Hurricanes of Carolina plus 195, Panthers plus 350, Stars plus 400, Knights plus 400, Edmonton plus 750, and Seattle's plus 4,000. Who are you rocking with? You know, they've uh, they've managed to pull it off so far. They clinched last night. Why not go out on a limb and take the Florida Panthers? Ooh, he's going Florida plus 350. He won in overtime against the um, Toronto Maple Leafs. It was a close game, though. It was not a uh, blowout. Went to OT. How about you, Ed? Who you got winning the Stanley Cup? You with Dino in Florida? Yeah, I'm going with Florida, Ooh. but um, I've got a small eye on Vegas. Small. I think the winner of Vegas Edmonton will win the Cup, but I'm sticking with my NBA pick now. I had the Bucks initially, but I'm with the Denver Chicken McNuggets, baby, to win the title with Joker and Jamal Murray and all those guys to get it done for Mike Malone. That'll do it for this edition of 757 Saturday Sports Talk. It was fun. It flew by. For the coach, Ed Young, and Dino Friends, I'm Matt Hatfield. We'll do it again next week right here on your home for sports, whether it's pro, college, local, high school. We have you covered from lacrosse and football to basketball, baseball, and so much more. We'll talk to you next Saturday from the Bootplex in Hampton on Priority Auto Sports Radio 94.1.